last time on the praise down hey pat uh it uh, it's ben my name is ben oh my god oh i didn't even think about that you, really you didn't think about i literally have a joke about it oh wow every time you say it it's just like oh what the fuck yeah a- a- anyway and uh so oh i'm so sorry i just that that blew my that blew my fucking ass off. Uh, Sorry about your ass. Uh, I've been decided. You know, I, I've thought about getting into Catholicism versus I was a Protestant what? for a long time. Oh my! What? Yeah. Well, I, it. I. It's. You know. It's a. It's how, how less long, stringent. How, how long have I you been Protestant? Um. I. You know. A, a while. A couple of years. Well, for eight whole years, that's all I consumed was just oh, this nonstop. Years. Yeah. It's way too much. That's such a long time. Yeah. I read an. Alan Watts book Did one, one time. I'm very well-rounded. Extremely. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I think you guys should listen to the band The Classic Crime. Oh, I, oh wow. I will. I think you're really going to like I it. I will. I, I deeply respect you. Uh, I'm Alex Sanchez, and I deeply respect you too, Ben. Different oh, voice haver. This feels so good. It really does. How's Petra? Are they good? Uh, you know, they're... They're all right. They were one of the first. Yeah, I just had sort of the one cassette. You know what's really good is is a lot of there's a lot of good Christian hip hop out there uh, that I, I, I don't think people are really paying enough attention. I to. I thought Christians could only play rock. What? Lecrae, dude. <sighs> Join us next time on the Praise Down. We'll talk to Hannah Smith about the Newsboys. Welcome to the Praise Welcome. Down. Welcome, welcome to it. Uh, a a podcast where where we listen to Christian music, so uh, so you don't have to. But honestly, we don't really mind. Yeah, you you should. There's some of it that you definitely should listen to. And we're here to we're here to find it. We're here to find it and then talk about it, and hopefully we're here to evangelize good music. I think more than anything. Um, and we're you know I think I think we may have found some today in, uh, in the newsboys. Before we get too far ahead, you're right. Uh, where are our manners? Uh, I am, I'm, I'm Heath Huffman. Um, I'm Alex Sanchez. I, I've, I'm, I was, I was in Forbes, I think. (laughs) What were you in Forbes for? Being the mayor of alternative comedy. I don't know. There's a mayor? Yeah, uh. Turns out traditional comedy is very decentralized. Alt comedy has a mayor, and I won the election. That's amazing. I'm proud of you, both for being the mayor of alt comedy and for being in Forbes. I beat you in the election. Well, that shows how hard I was trying. I forgot <laughs> I was in the election. Trying is traditional. That's true. Not trying. Alt. That's that. That's that alt. That's that alt flavor. We're here with Hannah Smith. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hello. Hi, I'm Hannah Smith. Hi, so so we just met 15 minutes ago. That's true. I That's true. pet your cat. I'm already itching. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Like uh, I ask every guest if they're allergic to cats, and the one time I don't, I was perfectly content to just be like a pile of like uh, like pus and, and and rashes because cats are cats are worth it. But you took it away, so it's fine. That cat especially is worth it. God, it's a good boy. It's mm-hmm. a really good boy. Yeah. We're ta- we're talking about my cat Pluto, who is uh, not a planet, or not a planet, and a, a real bastard. But he's good. 
it just makes me respect him more. Oh, same. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, Hannah, just because I have no idea, what what, what is it you do? What do you, what are you what are you getting up to? Yeah. On the regular. Uh, well, right now I'm attending the University of Oklahoma uh, for a communication major. Uh, communication, if you don't know, is just a bunch of sorority girls talking to each other all day long. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it is. It gets uncomfortable. <laughs> um, and then I uh, I also just kind of chill around, uh, play out with my friends. I think play out's a new phrase I'm going to start using. I think chill around is also new, and I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Just preposition, like, <laughs> prepositions are in. <laughs> no. Just hang about. Hanging about. That's just Canadian for hanging out, I think. Hanging Hang- a boat. <laughs> wasn't anything. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other prepositions, but I think there are only three. Yeah. Chilling down is a good one. Mm-hmm. Chill, chilling down from from the from the hill down. Mm. Grooving around. Grooving mm-hmm. around is real good. Mm-hmm. I respect grooving around a lot. I think that that's what um, Daydream from The Love and Spoonful is actually about. <laughs> it's about grooving around. It's just about grooving around. I get that. I get that. Uh, so, what else you got going on in your life? What do, what do, what does chill around oh, sort of gosh. entail? Uh, yeah, no, I'm the president of the uh, student ministry for the Episcopal Church, mm-hmm. um, and I uh, I'm about to be a what they call a resident mentor, which is like an RA for these new buildings that OU's building, um, which are going to be Bougie Central. Hmm? Ooh, you're going to mentor the buildings? How many walls does I am. I'm going to mentor have? the buildings. I'm actually on the first floor, so that's not wrong. You got a roof on that bad boy? Or? <laughs> you know what? Not yet. Not yet. They promised us a roof by the time that we move in, but we're honestly, we're, it, we're a little worried. If you like meet the appropriate stretch goal, they'll put the roof on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That's exactly right. <laughs> you got to crowdfund that roof. How many walls are we talking? Oh, gosh. Yeah. There's like a, there's, you know, there's a. It's like 18 walls, I believe. Wow. Yeah, interior we're... and exterior? No. Oh, just exterior. Right. Yeah, there are okay. there are only okay, okay. Yeah, there. There are like uh there are like what is it like 27 interior walls. So, it's pretty wow. cool. Wow. That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like just by just like syllogistically the door game is real wild too. Oh my gosh, absolutely. A lot of open concepts. Kind of goes without yeah. saying. Yeah. Right. This is absolutely true, though. There are two, like, humongous doors that you get to walk into. Like, uh, on the outside, mm-hmm. going in, there are, like, these humongous uh, archways that they have built. Hell yeah. Like in the Emperor's New Groove, when he just busts through those two gigantic doors. Yeah, precisely like okay, that. Good. I love a good archway. It's my favorite piece of architecture. Really? Yeah. I like a Na- gargoyle. Okay, <laughs> a gargoyle. I'm liking those flying buttresses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, because I get to say butts. It's way better than flightless buttresses. That's very true. The uh, the interior penguin. <laughs> the d- the door emu. So Hannah, where <laughs> where uh, where are you at with the Lord? Let's talk about it. Oh man. Okay. All right, so like, are you asking for my faith journey? Hell yeah, we are. I think okay. so, yeah. Okay, let's yeah. roll with that. Okay, so I uh, grew up 
really traditional um, conservative assemblies of God, which is like mm-hmm, true, which is like a curse word in the queer community. Um, what's what's their deal? Yeah, elaborate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The assemblies of God. If you think about Baptists, I think everybody knows a good Baptist. I'm a good yeah. Baptist. Right. Okay, and then just multiply kind of the energy by three, and the like actual. Uh, tradition and biblical scholarship just divide that by three right so okay mm -hmm, so it's fast and loose Mm -hmm. it's fast and loose for sure actually at the end of every program i always could like you know see the service order because i was a pastor's kid and on the end of every program it said all according to the moving of the holy spirit they printed that on the program what yeah what does that mean uh okay so the holy spirit is part of the trinity Right. Right. Okay. But to these guys, it means like its job is to come in there and help everybody get fast and loose. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's like, oh, guys, we just got a new memo from the Holy Spirit. Turns out gay people are actually flamingos and therefore do not have rights. (laughs) That. Actually, that has happened. Whoa. That, that, that has happened. Um, that same type of thing or that exact thing? Okay, fine. No, so that, <laughs> that type of thing. That type of thing. Um, we did one time have someone from a Christian motorcycle gang ride their motorcycle into the service, which was kind of badass. That's, I, I, it, it, that's it sounds, insanely badass. It's, it sounds like Jerry Springer Church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So anyway, I grew up, I grew up there. Um, like women can be preachers, but gay people don't have rights. Uh, so that's a, that was a problem when I got to college and I, and I realized I was, uh, extremely bisexual. Hard bargain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My dad is actually a kids pastor, um, and now a media pastor for the Assemblies of God. So that especially didn't go over very well. No. What does media pastor mean? Yes, such a good question. Okay, so because we don't have candlesticks and that kind of thing, we compensate for that by having really cool video effects. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean by candlesticks? Okay, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, if you will think of churches in a continuum from Catholicism to Assemblies of God, right? That's okay. Right. So, like, extremely uh, traditional to extremely uh, Protestant, energetic, evangelical. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, the people on the Catholic side, um, but are still Protestant, those are people are called mainline. Okay. So, Catholics and mainline churches all have like candles that they light. They got incense and that shit. Mm -hmm. They have, Mm -hmm. you know, like organs. Yeah. We don't have any of that. So instead, we compensate for that with light shows and cool video effects. Hell yeah. What's the coolest video effect that you... Great question. Oh my gosh, After Effects has done some crazy shit. Has has the pastor talked to himself ever with After Effects? Wow. Oh, has the pastor ever talked to himself with After Effects? Hmm. We have these things called video announcements. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like that, right? So you'll record your voice ahead of time being like, uh, PCA, we're going to have a women's knitting conference tomorrow on 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and, and the men will have a grill out simultaneously. 
the women can bring a side dish. Oh, how and nice. That, yeah. That, you, you're they laughing, can be that, pastors that or they can bring a side dish. Mm-hmm. Plenty or of options yeah. for women. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's very much that's very much the culture. Uh, it's, it's excellent. Um, it's a good time. One more cool thing about the Assemblies of God and then well, I'll move on. I've, I've got a question after okay, you want. Okay. I've, I've got plenty we of questions. We are the yeah. only denomination to, can, to still uh, do the art form of human video. Oh, you know, you, we, you know, we've got follow-up questions, so I'm just going to let you roll on. Please, okay, ex- please hu- expand. Human video is like a combo of uh, dance, like interpretive dance, and drama, and it's all set to a song, right? So you can't actually speak. A lot of the times, there will be like voiceovers, and someone will like pretend to speak. Um, there's a lot of like prop work that you do with your body. Um, there's a really cool one that I saw one time where someone like created a, a tree and then they had someone like drop out cause they're doing Judas, uh, hanging himself. Whoa. Yeah. That seems heavy. It's bad ass. No, but it's very cool. It's extremely, it's extremely metal. Um, and, uh, Christ rises from the grave so many times per song. <laughs> Let me finish the sentence here. <laughs> Are there people in full black bodysuits that pick the Jesus up and make him float away? I can't tell you how extremely accurate that description was. Jesus is typically in a white bodysuit. A white bodysuit? It's you know it varies. A lot of times it's just like t-shirts. Sometimes it's bodysuits. It depends on how intense you get. Is it a is it a robe? Ever? I have seen a robe. Okay, because that's just like a really baggy bodysuit, like a jinko bodysuit. Our church always had one guy play Jesus uh, in in Jesus things, and he would go shirtless every single time. <laughs> and we, for that reason, they chose the most ripped guy who was at that church currently <laughs> to play Jesus. That makes sense. Yeah, it's good. I I did a similar thing to that human video when I went on a missions trip to Mexico with my Methodist church mm-hmm. in ninth grade. The same trip where I learned the dirtiest joke I've ever heard. Oh. Anyway. Can you please? Uh, I will not. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was a lot of, like, my job was, like, to pretend to eat out of a thing, and I would just, like, make a spoon with my hand and like make a shovel, make like a bowl with my other hand. Is that, <laughs> does that sound like anything? This uh, is relatable. I think. I don't know if it is. I, I feel like I went on a bad tangent. I don't know if, if you can pantomime it, you can put it in a, you can put it in a human video. That's true. So I, my other question is how fast and loose with the word are we talking about? Because like, are we talking like children of the corn fast and loose? Like with, or, with what? Like fast and loose with, with with the word of God. Oh yeah, yeah. Fast and loose with the word of God. See, this is really interesting. Uh, the Bible is extremely true and literally true all the way through. Hell yeah, hell okay. yeah, hell so, yeah. So that's the idea. And then, um, but but because that gets really uncomfortable if you like really dive into everything, either uncomfortable conclusions are often arrived at, and, and mm-hmm. they don't shy away from coming up to uncomfortable conclusions. Okay. Uh, or or you're going to have like a really strange like fruit salad version of the Bible, like during every sermon, 
see, like in other denominations, you have to preach out of like a selection of texts. Um, not, not here because we're all about freedom, right? So like you just mm-hmm. kind of chop together a research paper of a what? sermon. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, some people play it really fast and loose. Some people take it really seriously. But, uh, but yeah, it can get kind of crazy. Huh. Could you please share with us the craziest thing? Oh, of course. That's ever happened inside oh. those dang walls. Um, and if we have to, we can edit it out. But I do just genuinely want to hear it. Yeah, same. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm trying to think. My dad is a kid's pastor, so I've seen a lot of crazy things. Like my dad dressed up in a white uh, '70s suit yes. with like um, white leather shoes, and then had my mom dress up in like a blue flowing disco dress, and then they danced to "Love Liberty Disco" by the Newsboys wow. by chance. Yeah. That's uh, hardcore. It That's is, awesome. It's pretty cool. Uh, one time, on a different end of the spectrum, um, a minister asserted that Black Lives Matter and similar movements were distractions from the devil uh, to keep us from focusing on God's word. Whoa! That's That's... I liked the first one a lot better if we're picking. I think, yeah, if we're... Yeah. So when you said crazy, I was not sure what you were going for. Uh, I have seen many a faith healing. Oh, no. Uh-huh. That's absolutely true. One time I tried to get faith healed because I was tired of wearing contacts. Oh, yeah, no, it doesn't work like that. No. you got to make those arrangements ahead of time. Yeah, um... <laughs> So anyway, I tried to get faith healed because I was tired of wearing contacts and there was like a uh, preacher there and he, like a evangelist there and he like had everybody in a line. He was like faith healing, like mass faith healing, you know, and I got through and I was like, all right, it worked. It totally worked. Um, and then I like went around telling people it did and got in major trouble. Uh, yeah. Why is that not allowed? Oh, see, it would be a lot if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the problem was that, like, I, um, like, the idea was that the reason it hadn't worked is because I had, like, um, been too, too proud with it. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. That's some good insurance. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. I want you to know that that, like, that moment where I got in trouble, like, haunted me and I prayed about it and, like, felt really terrible about it for a decade. Wow. Uh, how, Ouch. How recently did you get over this? Oh my gosh. Um, it feels a while back now because when it happened, I was like pretty young. I was like, you know, six or seven. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but it bothered me for, for a long time. I got over wow. it, you know, like a while back. Right. So, your personal feelings on faith healing now, uh, wh- where, are you, where are you at on that in, uh, generally? Yeah, that was a good question. I, hmm, I think at the very least, it's a really great placebo. I think uh, at the at the worst, it's it's dangerous and tells sick people that it's their fault. Um, yeah. 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 So, placebos work. That's true. I mean, just because they're placebos doesn't mean they don't. 
but the the negative is so steep. Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, I'm sorry. I keep go ahead. What uh so what took you from there to where you are now? Right. And then um, we'll get to where you are now. Uh-huh. So I started going out with um <clears throat> my then boyfriend, now girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, and they brought me to the Episcopal student ministry because that's where they went. Mm-hmm. And I immediately realized that this is my chance to have both Jesus and gay. Um, and so the second week I was there, pulled the priest aside and I was like, by the way, this is my home now. And I want you to know that I can't tithe to you because I have to go in the morning to an Assemblies of God church which he was very understanding about. As a matter of fact, because we're all poor and in college, none of us tithe. Nice. It's not, but... Well, you know. Huh. Did... How... Okay, when did we all stop tithing? That's... Yeah. That's something we could dig into. I don't know. I don't know that I ever did. Yeah, tithing is important, and I recognize that. Um, I just never one remember to do it. Right. And and mm-hmm. two, I have so little money. Yeah. And I think there's some wiggle room there. Yeah. I do think that this is like all the think pieces that have ever come out about millennials. Mm-hmm. Like if the question is why don't millennials, the answer is because we're poor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ev- literally everyone. Uh growing up, for me, tithing was just kind of a uh conveniently can like uh, like something conveniently dropped to like kind of guilt me about having money problems which mm, was kind of yeah. gross uh every time i was i was i was a poor college kid too uh, i went to college and every time that i every time i needed help and talked to my parents about it they'd ask me if i was tithing like that was the <gasps> like that was the reason wow so I, I got soured on tithing. I think I stopped when I was maybe, gosh, uh, 17 or 18, mm-hmm. which is a, I was on a hot streak. Yeah. People usually don't do it that long. That's absolutely true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. What's it like being a preacher's kid? Oh, my gosh. It's oh, so great. Uh, in, like, so many ways. It's yeah, really good. It rules. Yeah. Like... It's it's it only rules though like if you have a very specific personality. So Alex Sanchez understands yeah. because he's also gregarious. But yeah. like if you're a shy person, uh, you're never going to work because right. you have to talk to every single person that mm-hmm. approaches you. And if you don't, then um your parents get in trouble right. and then you get in trouble. Um so you know, you're expected to help with things, which I think has made me a better person. Like, if you see something or you see someone that needs help doing any task, you're obligated to help them. Mm-hmm. The reverse is true. Like, if you're doing something and you need help, you just call on the person nearest to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which has made me a lot less shy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if I cannot lift something, I will call you, even yeah. if you are a stranger, and I will say, you, hey, come help me. Yeah. I've done that at District House with setting up chairs. I've recruited teens I just met to help me set up chairs. Yeah. yeah. It's great. I love doing it. The thing that you learn being a pastor's kid is that people are really excited to help people. And they only, that's all they want. I I honestly think that. Like, I think people on the street, like, genuinely want to help you. I mean, to the extent that it doesn't inconvenience them. Right. Mm -hmm. Sidebar, District House has made you the Pied Piper of teens. It really has. 
Uh, I, I don't know what to do about it or with it other than support them and respect them. You got You have to support the teens that support you. Exactly. Some of those teens need to be chastised and reprimanded, and I do not shy away from doing that. <laughs> You're like a boys and girls club mentor. Exactly. Um, okay, we're back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my dad... I'm not really a pastor's kid, but kind of. My dad runs the... Every church has a different name for it. Uh, in my church, it was the Capstone Ministry. But it's, it's the senior citizens. My dad my dad pastors the oldest people. That's awesome. We call it the Happy Timers Club. What? what? That's, that is their name that they chose. Fuck. That is excellent uh, so good <laughs> oh my god i always thought capstone was really morbid yeah because <laughs> yeah. what is a capstone it's the last thing you do before you're done <laughs> no you're about to graduate from life yeah. about to earn that dead ph dead Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. PH Dead is a really campy good horror movie, probably. <laughs> you're about to uh you're about to earn your your MFA, but the M is for mausoleum. <laughs> There's a lot of um we're, we're gonna sidebar again. There's... F is for funeral. <laughs> a A is for uh Ah, brains. For Aver. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Julian, for supplying that joke. Better than me, thank you, Jill. Uh, <laughs> our our sound, our 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 Vince McMahon, our Vince McMahon, our producer, our promoter, our, our angel, hero, our angel. Um, <laughs> that's that's weird, guys. You can't just call a woman your angel. Well, I call everybody. I mean, Alex, you might have a you might have a reason to do that. Yeah, I call so many people angels. Yeah, though. yeah, it's okay. We do it. Yeah, but it it's when it gets like ownership gets involved. That's oh, the problem. Oh yeah, my mm. angel. Yeah, you're right. Girl, you're my angel. Good catch. Closer than my peeps, you are too. Is that about his peepus? Is closer than when he says closer than my peeps you are to me. It's not about his beepus. Thank you, Jill. Final word. Final word. Where but, were we? Oh, <laughs> we were talking about the very like this happens with Baptist stuff a lot, especially, but the way things are like so morbidly named. Did you guys yeah. have upward basketball? Yes, we absolutely did have upward basketball. Why look? Why why name a basketball league after the direction you're headed when you die? <laughs> <laughs> I was. Uh, here's how I knew I was bad at upward basketball. I always got most Christ-like <laughs> <laughs> because Jesus was bad at basketball because they didn't have basketball back then. Famously bad at basketball. He had big, rough That's carpenter's true. hands. He couldn't hold the ball. 
you know how there are like lost gospels, like the gospel of Judas and the gospel right. of Thomas. Yeah. I forget which book it's in that Jesus just plays a bunch of pickup basketball and never gets better. Yeah. No, I actually just took a class called uh, lost scripture and the formation of the Bible. It's absolutely true. And uh, yeah, no, the, the book that you're referring to is um, the, uh, the, 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 the gospel of Michael Jordan. Um <laughs> And it's actually, it's the prequel to Space Jam. It's It was a very long time coming. Yeah, yeah it was. It was going to get produced by Big Idea uh, in, in the ancient world, but it just, it never, it never happened because it went bankrupt too quickly. I always heard that it was called First and Second Hoops. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Famously bad at basketball. Famously yeah. bad at basketball was Jesus, and what, so was I. There was a. Uh, I, I'm hesitant to have this story on the podcast, but it's a story I like a lot. Uh, I was on a an upward basketball team with a uh, a kid who had Down syndrome, and um, we. It was um, it was one of the last games of the season, and he gets somebody passes him the ball, and he. Uh, you know, everybody sort of cleared out of the way, and he went up and he dribbled to the, the goal, and he, he wound up and shot it, and he made it, and the crowd went nuts. Everybody was like, "Yeah, it was beautiful." People were crying. It was amazing. Later, <laughs> in that same game, the uh, I'm I'm guarding my man, you know, and the the ball gets passed to me. And everybody sort of gets out of the way. <laughs> and I uh, I make my way to the goal. <laughs> I'm seeing what's happening at this point. Uh, because I also had not made a, a basket all year. And uh, so I'm, I'm looking left and right and all the parents are like, oh, is he going to do it? And then I realized that if I don't make this, I have to quit basketball. <laughs> so. Yeah, what happened? Well, I do all the stuff that my dad told me made a good shot, which is coil your body up like a spring. <laughs> and then jump. And at the height of your jump, push the ball with one of your arms. So I coiled my body up. That seems a little bit uh, skeletal on the like finesse of a basketball shot. He wasn't trying to teach me finesse. <laughs> he was just trying to get the ball out away from my body, I think. Okay. Um, so I coiled my myself all the way up like a spring, but like all the way up. Like my head is by my knees. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I jump as high as I can at the top of the arc and I shoot the ball and I did make it. Thank goodness. Oh gosh. And the crowd went nuts with exactly the same intensity <laughs> as they had previously. Oh. Alex, I have to tell you that story had everything I needed. <laughs> I uh, sidebar, I did get best offense that time. First time ever. <laughs> oh. You should do that at a Toastmasters conference. 
That story what? had everything I needed. Uh, you guys know about Toastmasters? Yeah. Not really. My dad's a Toastmaster. Oh. Go on. Go on. Uh, it's just a public speaking club. Um, I was a little bit disappointed to find out that that doesn't make my mom a toast mistress. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, there's like storytelling and, and speeches and uh, impromptu speeches and comedy. It's, it's mm-hmm. just like speech class for okay. people that don't go to school. Okay. My dad loves it and he always tells me that I should go. It sounds pretty good. Like just public speaking with a bunch of what I assume are old guys. Yes. Yeah. Uh, o- old guys uh, and people who have a have a different first language yeah kind of a, kind of a fun spread of people but um so being a preacher's kid was good yeah you're gonna uh, overall thumbs up on any struggles with it oh i mean sure right like you never get called first for games as a matter of fact you always get called last for games sucked as a kid one time i won um a prize in the easter egg hunt it was a bike, and I was pumped, uh, but I didn't get to keep it. They made me give it back Ugh. in case people thought we were cheating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there's that thing that happened where my parents disowned me for being gay. Oh. Right. So, like, those are the three main things that kind of have, have dampened the experience. You want to put those in order real quick? Sure. Yeah. I think, like, we'll, we'll just start, like, the most intense one. I okay. think that's probably the bike. Yeah. Like, that has had major ramifications for me, like, throughout my life. I keep, like, every night, like, I go to sleep and I think about, what if I had just won that bike? I still can't ride a bike, fun fact. Wow. Do you yeah. think that you'd have more powerful, like, legs and be able to kick harder? Um, yeah, no, I, I don't think that. I actually okay. think that if I had a bike, I probably would be able to, to kick harder. And yeah. then probably the disownment, and then after that, of course, uh, getting picked last for games. Right. That checks out. <laughs> Um, okay. is it is it okay if we dig into that? Do we like, wanna, the, you want to? You want to talk about my family disowning me? Like, because that's totally fine. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, never, I, yeah, yeah, my, I can't I, convince any of them it. to listen to podcasts, so there's no way that they're ever going to find this. Good, okay. good. Yeah, let's dig in. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> disown is probably too strong of a word. They've technically told me that like I can't go home if I talk about being gay. Wow. So. Because I'm in a long-term committed relationship with a trans woman, that's not super possible. Right. And therefore, I can't come home. Right. But mm. they're still talking to me. Like, if I text them, that's they'll text good. me back. That's right? good. If I call them, they'll call me back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, we still say, I love you to each other. And, like, it's been very fresh for them. So, like, they still need time. Like, these kinds of things, like, take a lot of time. And it's only been, like, a month. So I technically I've been disowned, but like not, not in the kind of like exiled way. You think they'll come around? Um, do I think they're going to come around? I don't think they're ever going to change their mind about, um, whether or not I'm going to hell. I do think that they might like, let me come to Christmas in a couple years. That's good enough. I think. Yeah, it is. It's good enough for me. Uh, like me. And then the thing is, I, I don't really plan on, on attending family functions without my significant other. Right. Yeah. Cause it's a matter of principle at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Has that been difficult on you, like, uh, emotionally or anything? Yeah, I mean, like, I've gone through... I came out to them as as bisexual, like, um, 
two years ago and that was a very difficult process with a lot of like emotional searching and like a whole bunch of calling my friends and um writing bad poetry and you know the whole nine yards the whole Mm -hmm. angsty teenager thing and uh you know at this point i've prepared myself for it got a good shrink so good things are good i mean you seem to be you seem to be taking it in stride already, even though it's been a month, which is impressive. Yeah. Uh, that's very good. Um, so so where are you at now? It seems like it seems like your faith life has gone through a lot of very monumental shifts. Yeah. So in a relatively short period of time. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. So like I went from like being like a authoritative Bible literist literalist to now i'm like head of the episcopalian ministry and uh after taking this lost scripture class i i really think that uh, most of the bible is through too many lenses to take too seriously yeah. uh yeah. and i want to go to seminary which is like bible college um to specifically make the church a more queer inclusive place awesome badass yeah now let's back up for just a second. Sure. Um, two-parter here. Um, why Episcopalian? Second part, major differences between Assembly of God and Episcopalian, because I don't want to assume anything. Uh, yeah, no, okay. So Episcopalians are um, essentially the same thing as what Anglicans are in any other part of the world. So just like... Uh, we have American standard measurement, like mm-hmm. we have Episcopalians here. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, it's just non-metric Anglicans. Right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, non-metric yeah. Anglicans. Okay. Okay. Um, the the thing is, and the way that we differ the most from all of those people, we're actually the American Episcopalian like people are on timeout from the larger congregation uh, worldwide because we do gay marriages. Like we oh. we we're literally are we are in a timeout right now. Kind That's of so good. Kind of shocked to hear that American anything is more progressive than like European anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're so American Episcopalians. The best they can hope for is that they're allowed at Christmases in a couple of years. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. precisely right. Um, okay. Actually, like, and you have to remember, it's not just European. It's also like um, African and Asian. Like Episcopals and you know Anglicans are are worldwide. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like Pitbull. Pitbull? Mr. Pit- Worldwide. Pitbull? Mr. Oh. Worldwide. <laughs> I forgot he was that. Yeah, he is that. That's why he went to Alaska. Right. Dr. Worldwide. <laughs> Dr. Worldwide. <laughs> is that anything? <laughs> Only if it's Doctor Who played by Pitbull. <laughs> ninth doctor right what oh you're right that is the ninth doctor you're right you got me (laughs) (laughs) so anyway no the difference between episcopalianism and uh and and the ag church is oh wow that's it's a lot um basically uh the anglicans and the episcopals are the first people to ever say they weren't catholic so they're a lot like the Catholics. They have a lot of tradition that they do. They have a liturgy, which is like a thing that you say every time you have church. Um, uh, they don't emphasize, you know, things like speaking in tongues or, you know, 
like laying hands on one another when you pray. So none of the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like they take the superpowers mostly <laughs> no out of it. Powers. That sucks. Yeah. What's their yeah. snake policy? The snake policy is actually really interesting. I actually spent a year uh, <laughs> kind of going over and training for for snakes. Um, you you have to get a special license. Um, actually, in both denominations, you have to get a special license for snakes. Okay. Um, but they are a necessary part of worship because without the snakes, which of course represent like sin, um, the devil, that kind of thing, you're not really able to fully physically live uh, the 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 faith kind of that you profess. So um, we we like to bring <laughs> we like to bring snakes out in order to kind of you know uh, one it's a it's an object lesson uh-huh. um and and two i really think it deepens people's faith sometimes they die but most of the time they're okay yeah it's fine people die anyway people yeah, die no, anyway that, that is precisely correct that's precisely correct <laughs> uh, in ag the only difference is that in ag we play god's not dead while we bring out the snakes <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else thinking about just going to different churches Absolutely. and just saying, "Hey, what is your snake policy here?" <laughs> I've got I've got like a couple of snakes. Is it like a one snake deal? Can I bring multiple snakes? No So no snake like you, like a garden variety or like a it, they're not poison. One of them's I can leave the poisonous one at home. Or you know, in my it's with it, I can leave it in my car. Or the constricty one like <laughs> Yeah, I just feel like it's animal cruelty to leave your snake in your car. You know what? You're right. Yeah, not without the window down. Mm-hmm. For what sure. if it's a desert snake? One of those snakes that loves uh, to be warm. Then is it animal cruelty to not to not leave the windows up? Yeah, you've got to keep it in your hot, hot car. Yeah. PSA, folks. Make sure you lock your snake in a hot car today. <laughs> Don't take it with you into the don't air conditioning. Don't take it with you. Don't take it, to, don't take it with you to the bank. You'll make it slow. Yeah. That mm-hmm. and probably only that is the reason I wouldn't leave my toddler and my snake in the car at the same time. <laughs> because, like, then what's the policy? <laughs> like, you trust the toddler with the snake, and you trust the snake with the toddler, but you cannot have both of them happy climate-wise. That's exactly right. I mean, I've seen unfortunate events, so. Yeah. You got to keep, you got to take one of them in, in with you grocery shopping. Just put a snake in the cart. <laughs> Can we uh, slither a bit deeper into snake licenses? <laughs> because are there civilian and commercial snake right. licenses? That's a really good question. Um, the first thing that I want to say is that I find that really offensive that you think that I would ever use a snake for commercial use. Um, I didn't say it was right. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, the commercial snake industry um, is is the profoundly is profoundly corrupt. Um, Honestly, if, if anyone ever asks you uh, to give them money for 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 snakes, uh, you should absolutely refuse. They're probably not certified. That's why I give out snakes for free only. Yeah, honestly, that's that's one of the main arguments for churches tax exempt statuses is that we are the only providers of of true true snake experiences, of high quality snakes. Somebody asks you for money for snakes. 
That's the funny. They're probably just going to buy drugs. <laughs> uh, right, but just not the not not the right drugs. Right, not the cool drugs. So, uh, <laughs> I guess we'll get started. I, I remember again. a thing I wanted to ask. So, I have seen American Anglican churches. Yeah. Are there... No. There are specifically people, probably, that don't like the gays. Okay. Huh. Yeah. They're just Episcopals that aren't gay-friendly, essentially. Yeah, or they, like, got angry because we tried to, like, take out too much Catholicism. Mm. And so they're like, no, 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 no. You know, like, and, and so, like, people split off from the Episcopal Church in so many different reasons. Um, but the convenient thing to call you you call yourself after you do that as Anglican. Okay. Okay. We were talking uh, to a guy last week who said that he was making the switch from Protestantism to Catholicism specifically for the, like, unity and for the, like, because there's not all that splintering and they've got some, like... Yeah. Which it's actually really funny because both the Orthodox and the Catholic Church went about calling themselves, like cool name so like orthodox of course means right teaching mm-hmm. uh and catholic means like unified okay yeah so there's actually in the nicene creed we actually say we believe in one holy uh catholic and apostolic church and nice. and you have to say that no matter what denomination you are because everyone has agreed on the nicene creed awesome yeah so like definitely like you know catholics are the oldest like they're the big brother and they have mm-hmm. the the best government so they yeah and they got that cool new pope they do who's they do like, yeah who's got some problems but by and large he's a cutie he's a cute he's first of all a cutie yeah yeah you want to know something i actually yes. settled a like years-long debate with my friend because I had told my friend that doves in a speech were awesome, and he thought that doves with a speech made it worse. What? Yeah, it's absolutely true. So It is ludicrous that anybody would think that. What could doves possibly make worse? I almost said sex, but like... No. Wrong. Yeah, insanely Incorrect. wrong. Incorrect. <laughs> like if spaghetti. you think... <laughs> spaghetti? Spaghetti. If, yeah. if you're eating spaghetti and the doves keep getting in your spaghetti... Now, if the doves are just flying around while you're eating the spaghetti, now we're talking. Yeah, now now we're talking. That's a good spaghetti what a experience. What thin line to walk. Yeah, you want them to be present, but you don't want them to participate. Is really the deal with doves. Gosh. The good thing about birds in general, yeah. is they're scared of people. True. I love that. If you really, if you, if if the if the waiter comes to your table. With a with a silver plate of spaghetti with the nice dome cover on it, mm-hmm. sure. Pulls up that dang dome, and there are doves inside, and the doves release. Awesome. Badass. As long as they have not um, taken a weird like cloaca type poop on your spaghetti yet, right. that's good spaghetti, and they're leaving. They're going away. Yeah, they're going back to Dovetown. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I think that you're right. I think that you're right. I don't know. It's just that if I was a dove and I was in like a pile of dark spaghetti, I'd like cuddle into it. You'd be eating like some feathery spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do I mean, I don't, we're getting 
to the depths of my dove knowledge here, but are they like, aren't doves like pretty fastidious? Like, I I don't think a dove would want to be covered in in uh, mm. gunk because that would impair its flying. That's why their their feathers are coated in those special oils. I do think that that's right, um, and I'm using my extreme knowledge of birds from Susical the Musical to. Okay. I'm drawing on that, and I think you're right. Okay. I actually use dove oil in the shower. It makes my hair very floaty. <laughs> it's great for jerking it. <laughs> I only ever use dove oil. Um, sorry, everybody. Sorry to our listeners. Sorry, Dad. Sorry to Hannah's parents if they ever see this. If they ever hear this. <laughs> if they're not, they haven't gotten this far. You don't have to apologize to my parents. I don't think they'll get they'll get this far. Sorry to Heath's parents, just in case. Yeah, sorry. Uh, if you, mom, dad, if you're here, this is what I do. I guess the jig is up. Mm-hmm. I I hope I hope everything's cool. Hope you still love me. Uh, do we want to talk about the newsboys? Let's first. Yes. Get to. Ah, yes. Oh, questions we ask Christians on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Good. Yes. Okay. We we love having we love having believers of anything on the podcast because they're great. And uh we we have we have fun questions to ask them too so far. First, if it, I don't know, I don't know if this is like a personal thing or no, but how do you pray? That's such a good question. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I pray very cash. Um, a lot of the time, don't even close my eyes. Um, sometimes I just do it in the noggin. Sometimes I do it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of treat God like an old buddy. I start a lot of my prayers with, all right, let's talk. Good. Um Cool. And yeah, no, I do. Like even if I'm in church and I feel like, okay, this is the time, I'll like sit down, cross my like fingers and be like, All right, God, we gotta talk. Um and then like and then I'll talk to God. Um <laughs> Yeah, that that's mostly how I pray. Um it's interesting, now that I'm an Episcopal, we have this weird idea of prayer where you can just like say your prayer request. And that counts as everyone praying it. What? Yeah. So, like, we'll be like, hey, um, any prayers? And someone will be like, yeah, um, prayers for my aunt. She's really sick. And then we'll move on. Like, there's no time for praying for the aunt. Like, you did it because, like, you all recognized what was going on. It's like everybody's just, like, a magnifying glass or, like, a catalyst for the prayer rather than having to all work together. It just sort of goes through them? Um. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's um, recognizing that prayer is about community rather than um, rather than about like changing changing things necessarily. That, that really oh. circumvents the pressure of gathering a laundry list of prayer requests and then mm-hmm. forgetting somebody. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the classic move. And Father God, I just want to remember uh, David's. Uh, God, I just want you to, you know, just really lay your hands, all, all, just all your big God hands on David's, uh, uh, um, his, it, four, his four-wheeler no, accident. His, his fucking, um, ah, uh, and your aunt, 
No, that was Cheryl. That was Cheryl's aunt. Blink, blink twice if it's your aunt. (laughs) Something I like a lot in those uh, improvised pastor prayers is when they say Father God every like couple of words. You guys ever experienced this? Okay, look, I, I don't know if God appreciates that. Yeah. Have you ever met somebody? who says your first name too many times in the same 30 seconds. Yeah, it's some real fucking Carnegie shit. I don't know if that weirds got out or not. It's got to, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, who? I don't know. I mean, now that I have a a trans girlfriend, it's really important to, like, say her name as often as I can because it's, like, reaffirming who she is. Mm -hmm. So a lot of time I'll be like, uh, I'll be like, hey, Allie. Hey, Allie, uh, I just want you to know that I really think you're really great, Allie, and that, you great. know, like, okay. uh, so, like, it'll get said, like, 15 times in mm-hmm. 30 seconds, but I, I, that's slightly different. Right. I, it's not a, I mean, unless the pastor's trying to reassure God. Right. Like, I still think you're God. Hey, Father God, just uh, be with me for a second here, Father God, while I, while I really, uh, you know, just, I want you to bless everybody here, Father God, and really just, and they, they like, rock back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. I actually spent a lot of sermons in my youth group watching my youth pastor's toes squish into his sandals. Huh. Yeah. And we had one side that was lit up with red lights and one side that was lit up with green lights. So the shadows were like really, really trippy. So I just... (laughs) Big question. In both of... in, In everybody's opinion, what is the average number of pairs of sandals a youth pastor has? Seven. Seven. I think it's I think it's fewer, but I don't think that that means they wear them any less. I think it's like four. Okay. Or even three. Um, but I think that those those sandals get you know pretty heavy use. Three is actually required um, to to like graduate from Bible college, mm-hmm. and then like you can you can grow from there. You're supposed to have three pairs of sandals. And four wristbands. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say two. However, they do have sandal preferences. Right. Yeah. Like, they know which sandals are good sandals mm-hmm. and which mm-hmm. sandals are garbage. And they'll, if they're, like, I, a lot of them will refer to their sandals as the brand name of the sandal. Mm-hmm. Like, like my Burks. My Burks or my Tevas. Yeah. Yeah. I think that probably they get, like, on Pastor's Appreciation Month, they'll get, like, pay less sandals from the old ladies, and they're like, why? Well, they definitely have to pretend that they're great. Right. Right. Yeah, being a pastor's kid, I've seen a lot of gifts that I had to pretend were great. Oh, my gosh. We got popcorn balls annually until the woman died. That's the worst shape for popcorn to be in. Agreed. No, absolutely. Stop putting popcorn in shapes. It's fine. It's what, a perfectly good food. What if you had to eat popcorn sh- like formed into a shape? What would it be? A long rod. Yeah, cylinder, right? It's got to yeah. be because then you can take bites of it. You don't have to fucking. I was gonna say bear. Oh a, shit! A popcorn bear. God. Yeah. I didn't. I, w- I didn't even realize bear is a shape, but you really blew this open. Of course it is, and of course that's the best answer. I'm thinking like a life-size bear, like in a in a roar position, so that mm-hmm. way you can hug it while you eat it. Don't break it. Be careful with that popcorn bear, <laughs> and it'll be careful with you. <laughs> Mom, I wasn't careful enough with the popcorn bear. Now I have oh. diarrhea. <laughs> okay, second 
serious question um, for Christians only, no non-Christians allowed. Real Christian hours. Real Christian hours. (laughs) Is God humanoid? Like, is he... Oh, shit. Does he have... I don't know why I feel the need to gender God. Does God have a form? Okay. Arms. These are really great questions. Um, I don't... I don't know. The... Yeah, I'm glad you said the thing about gender because I have only very recently begun thinking of God as um, not just a he. Like, Jesus, he, for sure. Like, we have proof. Um, Wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, someone saved his foreskin? <laughs> yeah, more more just that, you know, first of all, that'd be great. Um, There's no way it doesn't exist. That would be the best holy relic. I, he- I heard at the at the height of his power, Hitler wore it as a ring. <laughs> <laughs> that may have just been an Indiana Jones, but Jesus. <laughs> Mom, uh, Dad, if you're yeah. still if you're still here, I'm. I just want to say again, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, but then, like Holy Spirit, I mostly think of as like a woman, mm-hmm. uh, and then and and God the Father is kind of like in between these. Hell yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, but uh, I no, I don't really think of God as. As, as humanoid but when I like to um, when I'm talking to God I definitely think of him as humanoid like a lot of time I'll picture like you know those like cheesy paintings where like God is like uh, actually standing next to you mm-hmm. or like he'll sit next to me like on the bed or he'll like you know kind of like spoon me a little bit okay so it's, it's never gotten weird but like I mean that's that's where we got Jesus that no. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a totally different gospel. All right. Uh, yeah. The cool gospel. We're almost done with real Christian hours. Oh, yes. Do you want to answer the question you posed yourself? Who is the Holy Spirit and what is its job? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the Holy Spirit, like to me right now, uh, is this like really chill lady not really humanoid, uh, just kind of like a like a force, like how you picture the force, but like it, it gets concentrated sometimes, um, and that's like during uh, times of of worship and things like that. Um, and its job is to help humans communicate to each other and to God. Oh. I like that a lot. I really like that. Yeah. So like. One of the things that we say in the Nicene Creed is, uh, like, uh, the Holy Spirit has spoken through the prophets. Um, and so, like, it's supposed to be both a unifying force and, like, the thing that we use to communicate with God. So it's almost like community personified. Yeah, actually. Wow. Um, the Pentecost Sunday is a really big deal. We actually just had it, like... Uh, four weeks ago. It's a really big deal to me because it, it's like the only time I get to, you know, get a little bit of that Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but like when they talk about the Pentecost, which if you don't know, is like where a whole bunch of mad shit goes down in an upper room, um, like including like fire and like wind and like people have fire on their actual heads. And they're what? all Yes. And like people from all around uh, the city, which are like, it's a world city, right? So that people are from everywhere. Like they all understand like what, like they're saying 
um, and they all accuse him of being drunk, and then one of them says he's not drunk, and then he gets them all to decide that they're Christians uh, in, like, this really badass sermon. Yeah. it's No, it's legit. It's one of the coolest righteous. things. That is righteous. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. 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 Um, <clears throat> but, like, in AG, everyone would be like, whoa, isn't that so cool? Everybody can speak in tongues. Um, and everyone has this, like, power now to evangelize right <sighs> okay but in um in the episcopal church they're like whoa look everybody could understand each other this is like this is community man like this is the ultimate community and i was like that's so righteous it totally is yeah it's the difference between individual faith and community faith praise that praise that hallelujah yeah uh, so I think that just about does it for real Christian hours. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to move on to the next thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about... The classic crime. The classic crime. Oh, I sh- boy. I should probably get this ox. Yeah, it's a band. It's uh, a band recommended by Ben Flint. Thank mm-hmm. you, Ben Flint. Thank you, Ben Flint. The classic crime. I'm just going to play the top track here. Uh, the Precipice, so we're just all on the same page. Okay, I'm into that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. it's a dramatic retelling of uh, Ruth. Is it? That makes yeah, sense. right. Probably. The precipice. Could oh, could yeah. you expand on that? I, yeah. I don't know what you... yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like it just talked about, like I said, whatever the cost, like whether it works out or not, I'm gonna follow you, right? Uh huh. Um, and that's what Ruth says to Naomi. Um, oh. Yeah, I don't know if you know this story, but like. Um, Ruth is not a Jewish person. Naomi, her mother-in-law, is. So Naomi has to travel somewhere um, because I guess, like, I don't remember, maybe somebody died. Um, and Ruth is like, no, 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 you're way too old. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to go with you. Um, and and I'm, I'm going to, like, worship God with you mm-hmm. because I love you so much. Wow. Huh. Wow. Pra- praise that. Yeah, praise that. I like That's that a real- lot. I'm... I'm- I'm very surprised you gleaned that from such a small clip, but I really, I really like that. Um, we'll, we'll we'll play a few more in a second, but I I want to talk about something that I've been calling uh, all day Christian emo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the most fascinating thing to me. Um, there aren't a lot of uh, things about Christian rock that have that that have an original sound. As unfortunate as that is, but uh, this sort of like Christian emo thing that I've been kind of been on, it's one of the few subgenres of like Christian contemporary that seems to have its own thing going on. I'd agree with that. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. I'm trying to think of another example. Sleeping at last. Okay. Yeah. Have, have you heard them? Yeah, no, absolutely. I have. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that makes, that makes sense to me. I, uh, I had forgotten them because they are on the back of my Spotify playlist. Now that newsboys are up front. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to, 
I, I was listening to the classic crime today, and then I remembered, like, oh, something at last. And, and I had to, like, search around. I'm like, oh, sleep me at last. Hell yeah. Um, but I used to listen to them a bunch. Um, they were kind of on, like, the tail end of me um, consuming high amounts of Christian rock mm. um, prior to me having a podcast, and I do it again now. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Um Let's let's find another one. Let's kind of punctuate this out. Um, how about holy water? That's like that had. Uh, a real a real fallout boy thing going on i think i don't know enough about fallout boy to confirm or deny that i do know that his voice sounds a little bit like the guy from panic at the disco yeah it does like yeah yeah it does a little bit i'm not i i wasn't personally super into it i'm trying to figure out why the holy water comes from the ocean yeah why not the holy ocean yeah because the yeah. Uh. <laughs> Wait, which one's the holy ocean? The Indian Ocean, for yep, sure. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. Or the yeah. Aegean Sea. I don't know. Um since this isn't like the band we're doing, right. um, I think we're gonna hold off on doing a rating. Does that That's sound fair? Kosher? That sounds that sounds good. Okay. Uh just just kind of thoughts and and we can go around and just like kind of give our thoughts i guess i wasn't i wasn't super into them but that's i mean i'm i'm also not even into secular emo so i think christian emo for me is a hard sell you love panic at the disco i like one pan i like the second panic at the disco album okay sorry i misjudged you that's okay uh, but I, I, I just know that you're nuts for at least one of their albums. That's true. That's true about me. It's this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I've obviously I've been following them for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I really don't, don't care for them though. I, yeah. I kind of just hate listen to them. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Uh, well, I'm so sorry to both of you. I really liked it. Nice. Um, it's not it's not that it's something that I would go out of my way to listen to at this point um but I uh it it kind of it brought me back to when I listened to Sleeping at Last a bunch and uh I appreciated that that I got taken back there so yeah uh, it's sort of evocative. Uh, yeah. so Ben Flint thank you for the suggestion um one of us liked it it was worth it it was worth it it was worth it all right, you guys ready to uh, you guys ready to get to the uh, the real thing, the I'm real dang so thing? I'm so ready to talk about the newsboys. Let's talk oh about the gosh. newsboys. Oh boy! I think the first thing that we have to say is that the newsboys, um, and this is actually a quote from my girlfriend, are the Beatles of Christian rock. Oh wow! Go yeah. ahead and unpack that. Okay, so first of all, what you don't understand is that their discography is like it's impressive. It's huge. It's it is spanning across decades. It goes all the way back into the early 80s. 
Wait, the early 80s? Ah, maybe the late 80s. Only stuff from... The earliest one I was able to find on Spotify was 1990. Oh. It sounds very 80s, That's got to be what it is. Let me play play a quick bumper here. Um, Before we continue, I'm just going to play a little thing to intro it in. Newsboys. Woo! I don't know if that's uh, entirely representative of their style. No, that is the top track on Spotify, and I understand why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's the movie. Yeah. Uh, God's Not Dead, the story of Grumpo Tungus. Yeah, the story of <laughs> Grumpo Tungus dying, seeing heaven, and then coming back to write a book about it. it just in time for college. Just in time for college, where he... He has the professor, Richard Dawkins, <laughs> who says to him, there's no God out there. And he says, oh, yeah. And he beats the shit out of that professor. God. Honestly, I got really inspired with that movie. It's a really good movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It turns out that the atheist professor was like all in his head and everything. It was wild. Yeah. Um, okay. Newsboys are... Say again. Yeah, the the Beatles of Christian rock. Uh, and I do believe that. Please unpack that. Yeah, please. Okay. At length. Uh, sure. So so one thing I think is is the diversity that you will find within the Newsboys discography. Absolutely. Um, you have the early stuff, which sounds 80s. You know, you have the stuff from the 2000s, which sounds 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you had the stuff from the 2010s, which sounds 2000s. <laughs> And you know it's it's all just adventuresome. Um, one of my one of my favorite tracks. I don't know if we'll have time for it today. Is um, "Entertaining Angels." That's a great mm-hmm. great track. Yeah, it's really good. And they actually have this uh, like flute solo. I'm not even sure if it's a flute. It could be a synth. I really like that uh, that third album. I don't remember the name of it. Go. No. Not ashamed. Is it not ashamed? Oh. I think so. I think it's not ashamed. Or is it Hell is for Wimps? No, Hell is for Wimps was their first album. <laughs> yeah, let's... No, that is not true. What was their first that album? That is absolutely untrue. Uh their first album was um Oh, I'm forgetting it at the moment. It's not going public because that's actually right in the middle of their Going Public career. is ninety four. Right. Uh Hell is for Wimps is ninety. It's it's the first, it's the earliest one Spotify has. Okay. No, I mean, I absolutely could be wrong. All right. No. Oh, sorry. It was the fourth one. Read all about it. Can we go ahead and listen to I Got Your Number real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Because that I Got Your Number is just baffling to me in the best way. I love that song very genuinely. All right. Here's I Got Your Number on Read All About It by the News Boys. Please. So good. Mm. That high ass Morrissey note. Yep. Beautiful. You know what that reminds me of just a little bit? What? Uh, Tiny Tim. 
<laughs> and guys, I'm here to tell you, Tiny Tim, while not a Christian artist, is very good. I'm such a genuine fan of Tiny Tim. I really like him a lot. His cover of Staying Alive... I know we're not talking about the Newsboys, and I'm so sorry, but no, I have fine. to talk I about understand. this. His cover of Staying Alive is baffling. Yeah, Go I on. mean, because he's on crutches, right? <laughs> so how does he walk? And that's All like right. one of the main lyrics. All right. <laughs> after, after, Scrooge, yeah. um, after Scrooge got his Christmas spirit back, he signed Tiny Tim to a, to a deal with uh, Tower Records. And he recorded "Staying Alive." The Bee Gees covered it later. That's now, what is the what does the cover sound like? You want to hear it? Yeah. Oh, I, I know you do. Oh yeah, no, of course I totally I do. do. I also I like his cover of "People Are Strange" a lot because he gets real big and theatrical with it. It's fun. Okay. I'm just gonna play it from the top because it's very good. Please do. Staying Alive by Tiny Tim. Okay. He does all the he does all the singing in this. Just yeah, of course. I mean, I, isn't that kind of the point? Well, you can tell by the way I use my walk. I'm a woman's man, no time to talk. Music loud and women warm. I've been kicked around since I was born. Is this the Cartoon Network version? Wait a minute. Is he gonna? Okay, that's what I thought. What? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get to the second verse. If he, I hope he does what I think he's gonna do. Okay. What? Yeah. He does all of the singing. Oh. In that in that dang thing. I love it. Tiny Tim rules. Yeah, Tiny Tim is very good. He's so um, good. Whatever. <laughs> Back to the newsboys. Yeah. Um where where were we? You were saying you were saying that they've got a they've got a track that sounds like Rush? Yeah, it's hold on tight. Hold on tight. Hold on tight by the Newsboys is the one that sounds like Rush. Okay, I'm I'm real psyched. Uh I love it. Just just play it from the top, honestly. Yeah, okay, here we go. Hold on tight, Newsboys, read all about it. Already a marked difference from the previous song. This could be the proto men, which is oh. why you like it. But that voice is Getty Lee. It's it's either Getty Lee or the the lead singer of Iron Maiden a little bit. Yeah, the, zo- the zombie, I assume. Yeah, it's it's like late. It's like late Rush when uh-huh. Getty Lee got a little more realistic about his range. <laughs> Because Getty Lee would have done this song another octave higher because he's nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. 
I like that little break is very rush. Yeah. Yeah. You can really hear it in the bass. The bass mm. is very, very rush. It's the guitar is more. The guitar is more Iron Maiden. More right. More like speed metal. But. Okay, uh, I think actually something that would pair really good with that is "Cup of Tea" uh, from "Take Me to Your Leader." Ooh. Okay. 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 All right. This is "Cup of Tea" on "Take Me to Your Leader" by the Newsboys. You can tell we really like this band because it's been a lot of. Oh, you know what song is good. <laughs> It's still rush. Yeah, it's still yeah. rush. It's still it's absolutely pops. I mean, that's why I suggested it. Yeah. It, yeah. Of Man. course. Of course. Um, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Ooh. Um, I decided to, this, this week, do a slightly more in-depth review of the album... Uh, step up step up to the microphone right mm-hmm. their 1998 album oh man that was really good uh and i i really only want to play one song off this album before i go to my notes um because i'll tell i'll tell you guys in a second uh this is woohoo off of step up to the microphone oh good newsboys Oh, they're not gonna they're not gonna woohoo on the Yeah, that's too bad. Just a preview. It's a woohoo. Okay, okay. That's how it goes. I think that's the blur song, but it's interesting you bring. Oh no! But it's very interesting you bring it up. I talk I talk about it a lot. Um. Okay. So I picked this album Mm -hmm. because this was my very first Christian rock album. Wow. Ever. Uh. I may have not even been 10 yet um but i was like but i i asked my mom like hey what music am i allowed to have <laughs> and she said oh newsboys and i was like oh yeah sure i don't i don't know you know my ass from a holy ground so uh news newsboys me up and she gave me step up to the microphone okay. and i loved the first track woohoo that you just heard um I loved it so much that we had a we had a tape like me and my brother and sister we all had like one tape recorder that we could just like record mm-hmm. uh just record whatever on mm-hmm. um we thought that was wild and cool um so I would record myself singing this song with like no backing track yes, yes. I I had it <gasps> I had it in my, I would like listen to it in my headphones, like on a CD player. And then I would just hold the recorder up to my mouth and sing. (laughs) And I'm just like, oh God, I hope I sound good. I really wanted to sound good, but I, I was terrible and I forgot to delete it. And then my little brother's friend who was by all accounts cooler than I was, found it and showed it to my family and I got made fun of a lot 
for it. Do you still have it? No, not to my knowledge. <sighs> okay, I, okay. I wouldn't lie to you about this. I, I would love to share it with you guys. However, I don't know if it's still real. I'm glad to know that it ever existed, though. Yeah. Uh, this. Uh, so I, I want to dig into this album a little bit. Um, so Woohoo is kind of like, th- this is a 1998 album, but this uh, this album does a lot of things that are like 10 years ahead. Okay. Like, this is, it, you can tell that it's late 90s a little bit. Like, it kind of sounds like it belongs on Veronica Mars or something. Right. But it's still really, uh, it's still really groovy in a way that uh, feels closer to like the early 2010s. Okay. It's like, it's poppy, yeah, but it's it's still pretty uh, like funky, you know. Um, but, so then we move on to step up to the microphone, which is like more yet more mellow, which mm-hmm. is definitely more nineties. It's more down tempo, but it's not grungy. It's huh. still kind of ahead. It has something on it. There's something in this track that I call party horns. Okay. Like there's no lead line. Sure. But there is embellishments of horns go in the background going like, Awesome. Yeah, party horns. Yeah, you know, okay. Awesome. Thank just, you for that definition of terms. Yeah, just glisses and things like that. We get to Entertaining Angels. Um, I love Entertaining Angels. I, I also really do. Okay, I'm going to fight you guys on this one because okay. I hate rock strings. Oh. No. That's, no, wait. You're right. Yeah. No, no. You're absolutely wrong. Go no. on. Are we going to fight about rock strings? I think Let's that we're, I know, I think we're going to fight about rock strings. It's just that I love strings in every context. Okay. And I, I love the bravery of bringing them into rock. <laughs> I think that that is probably one of the most newsboys things to do is to just have a random song on the album with F and rock strings. Yeah. It just felt like a really, uh, a really bad rock fad. Um, it felt very 2002 and nothing about 2002 was good. Yeah. I um, mean, America was still recovering. It's yeah, uh, we rock strings. Uh, it's one coping method that I don't recommend. Yeah, um, oh, you guys. something. I'm I'm so sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> what I think is really interesting is by this point that I'm listening to the album is I notice that none of the drumming is coming from a kit. What? It's either it's either an electronic kit or the beats are produced. Wow. And I'm not saying that as a drag either. It's just an observation that I think is a an interesting choice. Huh. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's like, because that happened a lot in the 90s. The 90s, you just had fun making non-kit beats, I guess, even if it's rock, right? We move on to the song Believe. More rock strings, even more this time. It made me <laughs> mad. Um, that's good. And then it was by this point that uh, the the lead singer of Newsboys at this time, which I believe is Peter Furler, he sounds, during choruses, he sounds like Jimmy Fallon playing Barry Gibb. Oh, man. Uh, Okay, so we're going to move through this. Can you just give us a quick chorus? Yeah, I can. Okay, so we'll just do Entertaining Angels. How much I love this. Shit, Heath. You're right. Jimmy Fallon. I did not. 
I swear to God. Hashtag heaven. For sale. No. Hashtag heaven. Hashtag. That's what they say. Oh my! Does no no they what? I honestly I don't know what they say, but I can only they're, hear hashtag heaven. They're so ahead of their time. They invented hashtags. They invented hashtags. Um, tuning in is the next track on this album, and at the beginning of the song, they do a uh, they do a sound effect of a radio tuning to the song, which oh, I love that is very on the nose. Yeah, I'm not. I, it works. It's fine. Um, I like a st- I like a noise gimmick like that at the start mm-hmm. of a song. Now, this one sounds. We're going to talk a lot about how stylistically diverse the Newsboys are, right? Uh, sure. This one sounds like uh, kind of like Sublime or other like late '90s ska-ish rock bands, a little bit. Okay. Um, and there's like way more background horns in this. Yes. Okay, horns are always welcome. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Pro I, horn, anti string. I, I, think, I welcome horns. Um, I I tell strings to go away. Uh, Truth be known is the next track on the album. They get really synthy at this part of the album, um, and uh, the non-verbal vocalization that they keep doing throughout this <laughs> album reminds me of Blur a lot. Ooh, which is funny that you mentioned Woohoo. Yeah. Um and uh the the chorus uh one of the lyrics in the chorus of truth be known is the truth is more than to each his own which i think is a scathing critique of moral relativism very catchy yeah i don't know how i feel about it yeah. But I tried to incorporate lyrics because I'm only talking about sound a lot. Right. No, um, I, that's fair. And in, uh, in one of their later songs, they actually say, uh, we'll find out who's right in the end. That's fun. Uh, like several times. Sounds threatening. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we'll find out who's uh, who's right when you're in damn hell. Yeah. Pascal's wager, yep. baby. Baby. Uh, Deep End. Um, has It starts out with something that I called in my notes smash mouth organ whoa you guys want to hear it yes Mm -hmm. deep end by newsboys it's right at the top so check this out wait you guys hear the organ yes i do hear the organ it's like right it's like buried a little bit in the mix one one thing that i I'm not so sure about is they keep the fun things in the background like that smash mouth yeah. organ push that baby to the front I love that um, they they do this thing where you know how some people say about like certain Christian songs uh, is it about is it about God or is it about like girls or whatever right yeah. um, the answer is both in this song yeah great it's about uh, a girl going you know off the deep end and falling into God's hand. So it's about a girl and it's about God. And then um, it does it again on the next track, Hallelujah, which I, I can't not play. Hallelujah is uh, is bewildering and very good. Keep in mind, this album was dropped in 98. The Matrix was dropped in 99. Okay. Okay. 
Wow. Huh. Wow. They beat the Matrix to the Matrix. Wow. Shit. Yeah, praise that. Praise that. It's the it's the like dooch dooch beats. Yeah. But it's also the bass line that walks up like the It's great. It's the Matrix, dude. They the newsboys made the Matrix. Is it bad to say I've never seen the Matrix? It's not bad to say that. Um I I will defend the Matrix a lot. Yeah, I think the first one especially is worth watching. Yeah. Okay. Um the second two are still worth it if you really, really liked the first one. Okay. I'm going to keep that in mind. Thank you. But don't feel bad about not. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but this is another, this is another song. Hallelujah. About girls and God at the same time. Um, there is a break toward the end, which I think is the first time I've heard an actual drum kit on the album. Whoa. Okay. They made it like, you know, seven or eight tracks in before using discernible real drums wow which i think is fun um all right two more tracks the last one's the tide and the album goes very 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 down tempo here and i'm not sure how i feel about it um this is the most abrupt um song to song change on the album in my opinion um and it kind of sounds like it belongs in maybe a teen soap from the late 90s uh the background guitar kind of wah textures. Okay. They kind of serve to maintain the stylistic integrity on this, on this album, which is mm-hmm. like I said, extremely diverse. And then the final track is always, uh, which is another huge change in sound. The guitar kind of sounds like in their prime Metallica, like, Oh wow. Before they start shredding. What? Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Yes. I just want to confirm that you just posited that the prime of Metallica was before they started shredding. There's a, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you, you'll know what I'm talking about. This sounds like the beginning. Yeah. Of a Metallica song. It really does. Huh. Maybe not the vocals. Right. Definitely not the vocals. Right. But, but that that guitar is the, like some the like, guitar. That's some build up to a, a big a big chugging and riff. Here's the problem. The chugging riffs never come on always. Oh. oh. In fact, the album stays down tempo and the lyrics are very um they're kind of downer lyrics, oh, no. which I think is a weird tone to end this album on because yeah. it's been so. Every song's been so different, mm-hmm. and the majority of them have been very upbeat, fun uh, things. Um, like this album's been heckin' insane for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't know about the way they ended it. Um, so that's the whole album, and that's kind of that's kind of what I wanted to try. Just an album review, mm. and we'll say final thoughts to the end. But uh, okay. 
What else? What else we got? Um. Okay, I think I th- there are a couple things that are really important. Uh, the first is "Love Liberty Disco," uh, and that mm-hmm. is because, of course, my dad did dress up and dance to it. That's beautiful. That's still insane to me. Let's. I. I don't. I'm not sure that I've heard it. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, you need a it. sample. Love Liberty Disco by the Newsboys. Wow. This is one of those times I love synth strings in disco. Uh, yes. I think I, I think that, that was that was a lot of fun and I really I would have liked to see any dad disco dance to that song. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. stance on rock strings is clear. Disco synth strings are very okay. Yeah. Uh, also the Barry Gibb analogy is even tighter. Extremely now. true. Extremely true. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon's right, Barry sure. Gibb. Yeah. Oh man. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh other one that's very important to me shine oh i, I forgot know about shine. i knew every single word i forgot about shine and it was shine my rules. it was my first call to like evangelism yeah can you tell me which album that's on oh my gosh oh boy um, uh no i can't hmm going public thank you thank you jill thank you jillian going public they actually this is when they first switched their um lead singer mm-hmm. oh. this was a transition album all right here's here's a little bit off shine off of going public by newsboys Yeah. Super good. It's real great for like riding your bike. Oh yeah, that checks out. What band do they sound like? Uh I got maybe kind of a Devo thing off that. Wow, I mean Maybe. Did you say TiVo? Devo. Devo. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, I'm saying that with maybe a 35 percent certainty. Yeah, Devo's way more angular than that. Yeah, that was bouncy. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, maybe like, I don't know. Talking Heads. It's it's something. It's some kind of like. It's like almost new wave. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to like call up all of the, all of the goofy, all the goof wave bands I mm-hmm. know. Oingo Boingo. Oingo Boingo. Mm. Is it Oingo Boingo that that's no. reminding me of? It's not. They might be giants either. Are they goof no. wave? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I don't know. I like it a lot though. Yeah, me too. Yeah. While we're staying goofy, uh, I also really like wherever we go, which is from Go, I believe. Okay. Uh, go. Hello. Wherever we go. Yeah, top track. All right, this is Wherever We Go off of Go Newsboys. Dead, wanna leave this zombie mall. 
Okay. Oh, yeah. oh no. What? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Del- that was delightful. There is a lyric in there that says, wherever we go, the ozone layer shows improvement. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, because they start out with this like kind of realistic thing. Where they're like, you know, like we go places and everyone gets saved and stuff. But then, like, by the end of it, they're they're obviously making fun of that. That's which I think is so funny. So meta. It's I, awesome. I really that. like that they're very, very, very goofy. Yeah. These boys, these boys fuck around. Oh, they love to fuck around. It's true. They can't stop. I think what turns me off of, like, Christian acts very easily is when they take themselves way, 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 way too seriously. Yeah, when they're like, we're the ones who are going to do it. Like no secular band takes them takes themselves this seriously. No, absolutely not. Except like you two. Yeah, there's yeah. <laughs> there's so much pressure though. That's like, true. When you're in a Christian band, there's there's just a ton of pressure. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, like you uh, have to you have to like be an apostle uh, and a, and a rock star at the same time. It's serious. Oof. It's serious time all the time. But I I do I do think I do uh, really like when. I find moments where Christian bands kind of find ways to goof off. It's fun. I uh, David Crowder does that a little bit too. Skillet wrote a song about video games. <laughs> Sweet. That's yeah. Good stuff. Wild. Sweet. Um, what else you guys? I think I'm tapped out of opinions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like I could talk about the news, the news boys all day, all day, every day. Uh, I think we have to do at least, at least one from their newest album. Sure. Uh, because, you know, I feel like it's only fair. Makes sense. Comprehensive. Yeah, exactly. Love Riot? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Uh, pick. No. Um, the reason I say no is because I've just forgotten all of the names of the songs. Wow. Okay. All right. Um... Yeah, yeah. Nope. Let's actually let's just skip it. That's uh, all right. <laughs> I just looked at all of them and I was like, you know what? Actually, no. All right. Instead, let's uh, let's do in the belly of the whale. Oh, I have oh. so many opinions about in the belly of the whale. Oh, that we have to talk about one more thing after that. Don't let me forget. Okay. okay. What album is that off of? It is it's, not. It's yeah. You have to go to Veggie Tales. Oh, it's it was on YouTube. It was yeah. It was made specially for the Jonah VeggieTales movie. Um, Which, one of the best veg, maybe the best VeggieTales no, movie. First of all, it is the second best VeggieTales movie after Esther. Oh, you're right. Um, secondly, they actually went broke partially because they put so much into Jonah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and that's the why tale, the studio that did VeggieTales. Yeah, Big Idea, which is the studio that mm-hmm. did VeggieTales, which, mm-hmm. by the way, uh, like was the largest blockbuster success of Christian animation probably ever. ever yeah right easily easily yeah 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 um and it, it was supposed to be like a seven uh alien dollar yeah project and it turned out to be like a like a 20 alien dollar project and it was pretty crazy wow and so now big idea doesn't do veggie tales anymore 
Big Idea is bankrupt. It's gone. It's not. Who's doing these new messed up VeggieTales? Mm-hmm, they got bought out. Um, so now there are VeggieTales. They are so much worse. Oh, um, so heinously bad. Yeah, they have forgotten all of the self-awareness that VeggieTales had um, of being like uh, like low-budget slapstick. Yeah. And uh, no, now, now um, the same people that did Big Idea have do you know it's in the bible which is with uh animation and puppets interesting it's actually Ooh. real good of course it is yeah of course it is all right i've got in the belly of the whale here all right um i i want to talk about how it's insane that there's like a like a reggae rap break in this song <laughs> i love that bonkers oh, oh wait I want to find that reggae rap rape bad. It's like close to the end. Mm-hmm. Can't believe I've sunk this low. As I walk the plankton in a sanctum. Got out of dive, sailed on a bungalow. Yeah, wow. Really close. Here we go. One more. Oh my god. Yeah. This is a long one. Yeah. More like Jaws not dead, am I right? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Speaking of which, um Hannah, have you seen the music video for God's Not Dead? Because I have to talk about it. We have to talk about oh, it. Oh, we absolutely oh. do have to talk about it. Yeah. No, it it's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> At, at one point, a man gets texted by Twitter, yeah. and Twitter tells him, God's not real, oh. which I've got to say is a lot tamer than the things Twitter usually says, Yeah, because it's usually rife with white supremacy. Oh, gosh, just so much. Just, just God's not real, and the earth is flat also. Yeah, uh, and the man texts Twitter back to set the record straight. That actually God is really alive. Like, thank goodness this person has direct text access to Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. The I don't, original I don't have, SMS Twitter. I don't have Twitter's number. I do. It's 40404. That's actually true. Yep. Can you call it? No, I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> I still get um, text tweets from the key club at my high school. Nice. Nice. <laughs> if you called Twitter, who would pick up? David Duke. David Duke. I was going to say the guy that made Minecraft. <laughs> he doesn't talk to you if you're a woman. Ouch. No. It's okay. You don't want to talk to him anyway. I mean, Absolutely not. True. So uh, are we ready for final thoughts? Yes. Yeah. We right. are ready for final thoughts. Who- so, Hannah, the rating system, 
mm-hmm. on the praise down is uh, it's a little it's it's sort of a non-standard rating rating system. You're gonna give the newsboys a rating out of twelve disciples. Got it. But now you may think that that means that twelve would be the highest score, but keep in mind, you'd be wrong. One of those disciples is, is Judas. Me. Oh. And so that's a negative point. So you you know. Take that into consideration when you're giving your score. It's a negative point. Like a Judas, you know, it's it's bad. It's like right, no, it's no, no. Like, so you can give basically what's essentially a negative one. Right. So you can be like, I give it. Well, I like to not assign a number value to it. I think it's just like the number, and if there's no Judas, it's kind of like trending mm-hmm. up, and if there is a Judas, it's kind of trending down. I, no, I like that. Yeah. Okay. I have to think about that. So whoever has the most thoughts, whoever's ready to go. I'm going to go straight up 11 disciples, no Judas. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. The highest possible score. Um, And it's it's because of, you know, the the newsboys not only vary their sound constantly. Right. And that's not just because they're just can't not keep a lead singer. Um, But I also think that they're real lyrically clever when they want to be. Like in that In the Belly mm-hmm. of the Whale song, mm-hmm. there's a lyric that goes, it would behoove me to be heaved, which I think is is just a fun bit of word flippage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think they do that in quite a few of their songs. Yeah, I think they even slip it into the serious ones sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which which I like a lot. <sighs> Levin, no Judas. Perfect score. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Okay. Um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and do a a ten, no Judas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I do think that there probably is a Christian rock band out there that's better, um, but I just haven't haven't identified them yet. Yeah. Right. I it, this is this is basically me saying there's room for growth, and I believe in it. But, okay. uh, but no, I re- I genuinely love the Newsboys, yeah. and they have been with me throughout my whole life. I didn't even know what kind of a companion they were until I started started looking into it. Wow, excellent! I'm gonna hang with Hannah here. Uh, Ten no Judas. Mm-hmm. Um, they they do a lot of things that I feel like are genuine, which I think a lot of Christian acts struggle with doing. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. We reviewed Petra last week, and they did the same kind of like stylistically diverse genre switching stuff, but they always managed to find the popular sound and emulate it, which I think is... Not as fun as what the Newsboys do. Ingenuine. Uh, yeah, Newsboys, they vary their, they vary their genre multiple times on the same album yeah which is just kind of indicative of more like they're just having fun they're just being goofy boys making some fun music yeah i mean one of their albums is called boys will be boys spelled with a z the the second boys is with a z (laughs) um that and i don't know i don't know if this is fair um i'm feeling it though they're kind of like christian ween I would agree. I would agree that they're a little bit like Christian Ween. Yeah. Yeah. Newsboys is basically Christian Ween. Yeah. Christian, they might be giants a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else was I going to say? Um, the, like I said, their genre switching feels genuine. They Those cats can play. 
Those cats can play. Those cats can play. Those cats can play. Yeah. Like they can really play. They're they're extremely talented. They mm-hmm. they can navigate their way through multiple like multiple genres of music. It's very good. Their songwriting is good. Yeah. For they, sure. They really they really uh make Christian music an art. Like they're really respecting yeah. the art of Christian music. I, I gotta say, I think that that's right. Like they have a lot of lyrics that are about like being genuine mm-hmm. that, and like remembering that they're not all that. And I yeah. and I'm all I'm all about that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Newsboys is like the 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 best thing we've done according to the ratings. I think so. Yeah. News Newsboys and like Chance. Newsboys, Chance. David Crowder was up high. David Crowder was up high. The lost episode. The lost David Crowder episode. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that David Crowder was a Christian, Christian artist. Oh yeah, David Crowder band. I got... I absolutely thought it was one a type of chowder. Okay. And two, um, was a band that no one actually listened to, but everyone wore the shirts from. Nope, Christian band. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's okay. Um. That's okay. He's more of a worship guy and not like right. a Christian band guy. Okay. Right. Which uh, the distinction is important. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, and the the distinction really is just, is there or is there not a PowerPoint of the lyrics up? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. That's the whole difference. Yeah, I've never thought about that. I do want to mention to you that one time I did see like a whole um, barricade of flat screen TVs with that power, with the PowerPoint on, on them during mm-hmm. worship. Yeah. Yeah. Like a barricade of flat screen TVs that separated like the musicians from from the audience. That makes sense. Can I, you imagine going to like a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert and have the lyrics on a PowerPoint, like at Bonnaroo or something? I would fucking love that. I, yeah, that actually sounds really nice. <laughs> I would love that. I think that would be very fun. If I like a band enough, I'm going to be yelling all the songs anyway. Yeah. yeah. Like I just need some assistance. Exactly. Sometimes yes. I don't know all the words. I had that problem at the Mike Eagles show. He was making eye contact with me while I messed up one of the lyrics, and then he messed up his own lyrics. Oh, <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, so we are almost done. Um, you may remember earlier in this episode, we reviewed, we talked about the classic crime, mm-hmm. which was a recommendation from Ben Flint. Thank you, Ben Flint. Um, Thank you, Ben Flint. It's now our turn to ask you to give us a piece of, of Christian or tangentially Christian media to consume for next week. Yeah. Okay. Really good stuff. Um, I, I think I have to recommend to you Barlow Girl. Barlow Girl. Yeah. Barlow Girl is '90s Christian girl teen, and it's something that I very seriously uh, prepared specials for church for. Um, yeah. We will. We'll listen to it. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm gonna listen to it pretty soon. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Barlow Girl next week. Uh, now, I mean, we've reached the end. Hannah, where can yeah. we? Uh, where can we find you on the internet? Do you have anything you want to plug? Oh man, uh, I'd love to plug stuff. I just deleted my Twitter so that when I came, what? Yeah, it's completely gone. Like I deleted the archive. Why? Uh, well, because I was about to come out to my parents and I knew that they would like be searching every crevice of my life to see if I was holy. 
Um, mm-hmm. And my Twitter was undeniable proof that I was not indeed holy. That's true. Ooh. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I deleted it. Oh, it's, no. yeah, no, it's fine. I'll start again. Okay. Um, it's nothing I can't lose. Uh, no, I'm sorry. But on Instagram and Snapchat, I am at Hannerless. It's spelled like Mannerless, but with an H. Well explained. Yeah, sure. So um, my name is Hannah. <laughs> and <laughs> if you spell uh, Mannerless, right, with an H, you also are spelling most of my name. No, he was commenting that it was well explained, not saying well explained. <laughs> Oh. I yeah. I was going to let you finish because yeah. I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, You're right. I mean, I thought that it was a little bit much, but I was I was going to help you out. I mean, I appreciate it. You're you're very helpful. Um, finally, um, what uh, are, is there anything going on in real life? Can is there anywhere we can catch you in the meatscape, as it were? Sure, the meatscape. Uh, during the school year, I'm at Second Wind, which is a coffee shop on Campus Corner in Norman. Um, right now, you're very likely to find me in Dunham College, which is the first residential college to open its doors. Um, I work for the leasing office, so uh, I'll be in there. Uh, by the way, we just got 90% capacity, which Ooh. is real impressive for the first year. Amazing. Nice. So it's yeah, no, it's all congratulations. Of me. It's, yeah, it's, good job. Thank you. Um, all right. All right. Well, so that concludes this episode of the Praise Down. As we always As we say, always say at the end of the Praise Down, at the end of every episode, you'll catch us saying this: "Put don't don't forget to put your family first and 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 that and that holy book under your pillow." Don't forget to put your family first and that holy book under your pillow. This has been the Praise Down. Uh, we love you. Goodbye. We love you. We love you. Thank you, Hannah, so much. Thank you so much.